there's something I'm quite sure about this morning. Every single one of us have been disappointed at some time or another. Disappointment is one of those things that we continually face. And often it's not just one disappointment. It's one thing after the other, after the other. And if we're not careful, it can really get us down. It can rob us of joy. It can make us angry, resentful, miserable, bitter, depressed. That's why it's important for us to think about how we can deal with disappointment in a godly way that leads us to victory. We all know that disappointment comes to us in different ways. Sometimes it's a small thing. Sometimes it's really big. But as I thought about the disappointments in my life, I realized that they mainly came from three particular areas. Disappointment with myself, disappointment with other people, disappointment with God. And I want us to look at these three areas today and see how we can deal with them in a way that will restore our joy and bring us the victory we long to see in our lives. So first of all, disappointment with myself. I think I can say that there are two main things that make me disappointed in myself. One is when I say the wrong thing. The other is when I do the wrong thing. I don't do these things on purpose. They just happen. A word spoken in haste. Something I do without thinking. Or perhaps it's something I didn't do that I know I should have done. Sometimes I think about the past and how I have failed in various areas of my life and I'm disappointed with myself. I think you know the feeling. In fact, everyone has known the feeling. King David certainly did. I don't need to tell you how many times he got it wrong. And the Apostle Peter was so quick with his words, he often said the wrong thing. And on one occasion was so disappointed with himself, he wept bitterly. So what did these men do when they failed so miserably? How did they find victory over their feelings of disappointment and defeat? I think that we can see two things in particular that they did. They sought the Lord and they confessed their sin. We see that today in Psalm 42. David, when he was cast down and disquieted, troubled, disappointed in his soul, turned himself around and sought the Lord. He said, as the deer pants for water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for the living God. Hope in God, David, for I shall yet praise him. David looked to God and put his hope in him. Peter, after he'd let down the Lord so badly, saw Jesus on the beach after the resurrection. 
and he jumped into the water and swam to the shore in his haste to be reconciled with Jesus. That's what we need to do when we have failed. We need to come to Jesus, come to him in repentance and faith and cry out to him like David. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. And he will. He will forgive. He forgave David. He forgave Peter. He will forgive you. But sometimes you need to forgive yourself. God has forgiven you. So don't hang on to the condemnation. Forgive yourself just as God has forgiven you completely, completely forgiven and restored. David prayed, restore to me the joy of my salvation. And God did that. He restored David. He restored Peter. He will restore you. You know that because you know that's why Jesus came. He has forgiven you. So believe it. He will restore you. So believe it. He loves you and sympathizes with your weakness. He doesn't tell you off. He just invites you to come. Take all he has prepared for you and walk in victory. There's another thing, though, that disappoints me about myself. And some of you may feel this also. I can't do what I used to do. My body doesn't work as effectively as I want it to. And I'm disappointed that I tire so easily and everything is so much effort. I'm challenged by this every day. And every day I'm hanging on to the promise of God that though my outer man is perishing, my inner man is being renewed day by day. 2 Corinthians 4.16 This is the way to victory. This is something we can still do. It's about our inner man being strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Don't be disappointed with physical weakness. Concentrate on being renewed in the inner man. Renewed in your mind. Renewed in your soul. Renewed in his spirit. Drawing close to him. Dwelling in his word. Dwelling in his love. So that your inner man is strong. It doesn't come by dwelling on the problems. It comes as we lift up our eyes to him the author and perfecter of our faith. He is the one who will give us strength in the inner man. He is the one who will lead us in triumph. He is the one to give us victory 
even in the midst of our physical weakness. So what about the disappointments that come from other people? There are always going to be people who let us down. Friends, family, spouse, pastors, leaders, the list goes on. People hurt us, abuse us, treat us unfairly. So what do we do about it? I think we know the answer. It comes from the lips of Jesus. Forgive one another just as I have forgiven you. Yes, that may be easier said than done, but that's why we need to avail ourselves of the grace of God. It's by grace that we were forgiven. It's by grace that we forgive others. Ask God to give you the grace to forgive when other people disappoint you. Because the burden of unforgiveness is too hard to bear. It digs deeply into your soul, into your heart, and you need to get rid of it. Hanging on to it makes you bitter and hurts you even more. But when you find the grace to forgive, you find the peace that passes understanding. And this grace is abundantly available to you. Peter prays in 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 2 that grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. There is enough grace. So if you need it multiplied to you, do all you can to know God better, to know Jesus better. Grace is multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. And his grace is sufficient. Remember our memory verse, 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8. God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. That means that his grace is enough for you to extend forgiveness to those who have hurt and disappoint you. His grace will give you victory over your disappointment with other people. The third area of disappointment I want to talk about today is disappointment with God. It sounds like heresy to be disappointed with God, doesn't it? But nevertheless, there are times when we were hoping that God would do something about a certain situation, and he didn't. Times when we prayed as earnestly as we could, and it didn't happen, and we are discouraged. It looked like his will. It seemed like a good prayer, 
but nothing. David knew about this too. There was a time when he was praying and fasting and he said that his prayer kept returning to his bosom. Psalm 35 verse 13. It didn't get answered. Paul longed to revisit the church in Thessalonica. He didn't get there. It happens to the giants of the faith. So what do we do when we're discouraged with God? We do what they did. We just keep hanging on to our hope in him. Paul hung on to his hope in God. This door was closed, another would open. This situation was hard, but God was working in ways he could not see. Remember Romans 5, 1 to 5. All this miserable stuff happens, but God is working in it to produce perseverance and character and hope. And this hope does not disappoint us. In fact, Paul says that we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Even when things are hard, it does not disappoint us. And what about David? What did he do? He spoke to his soul and told it to hope in God. He said, why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. And he had to tell himself this over and over again. In fact, he said it three times in Psalm 42 and 43. So hang on to your hope. Hope does not disappoint us. God will give you the victory. Perhaps not in the way you expect or the way you would ask for it. But remember, there is a day coming, a new day, when all disappointment will be gone. Every source of disappointment will be taken away and our hope in Christ will be abundantly fulfilled. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you and praise you that you are our God. We thank you that we can come to you this morning just as we are. And Lord, in those times when we are disappointed with ourselves, we thank you that you are faithful and true and you forgive us and you restore us. And Lord, when we feel weak in ourselves, help us to look to you and be strengthened in our inner man. Lord, we want to be strong in you even when we're weak in body. And Father, when we're challenged by those other people, help us to look to you for your grace, your grace to forgive, your grace to extend our love to these people that you might be praised and glorified. And Lord, when we are disappointed in you, we pray that you would renew our hope, 
that we would, we would remind ourselves that you are still our God and that you do not change and your hope will not disappoint us. And we thank you and we praise you for these things. In Jesus' name, amen.